Welcome. You're listening to Be The Cause podcast, Conversations That Cause Health. I'm your host, Amanda Plevel. So today we're going to talk about <laughs> this. Um, this podcast was came about because of two separate women clients that um, came to me recently, um, but very similar in, and it just kind of triggered um, a thought that I wanted to talk about. So we are going to talk about beliefs and belief systems and, and whether I believe you can heal or not. And the, and the 10 beliefs that I have that, that prove that you're not unsolvable. And so let's get started. So these two women um, that came at separate times, it's really not a, a, a single event that happens in our office. It's pretty frequent that people that have been everywhere, tried everything, done this, done that, um, will end up in in my chair across from me, sitting at my desk, um, or on the phone with me, working on on some things. And both of these women used similar phrases, and so it made me think how how often I was hearing this, and wanted to talk about it a little bit. Both of them at various times said, "I am complicated. I'm I'm a mystery client. I'm unsolvable." And the first thing we have to decide there is uh, right away, I told them, let's just correct one thing right away. You're not complicated. Your situation might just be complex. And it makes me think of, have you ever read a book that wasn't complex? It's super boring. There's no depth. You know exactly what's coming. There's no juice to the story. Complexity does not have to mean problematic. It just means that there's more pages to the book. And so I think one of the things that we have to do when we're working with people is we have to shift our idea of of who they are and and how they are and what they bring to the table and what we do with all of those pages in that book so they both thought that they were unsolvable they both thought that they were complicated and they both thought that that complication meant that they were a burden and it meant that there was never going to be anything better for them. And so that kind of leads us into belief number one. I believe that people need to feel significant as a key component in a happy and healthy life. And when they've had a lot of health concerns that are not brought to the table, and that's where the focus ends up being, it's it's really hard to feel that significance and to, and to remember who you are and, and what you are and what you're bringing to the table as well. If you're not feeling significant, if you don't feel valued or valuable, what really do you have to live for? What do you, what do you get up out of bed to do then? What are you excited to get up and do during the day? And what, (laughs) why would you have any kind of big why to do anything in your life? So I think significance is a huge part. When you do feel significant, when you do feel valued or valuable, like when you fall in love for that, you know, that next time, nothing in the world stops you. You feel like you have such a confidence. You feel like you're standing so tall and nothing's going to get in your way. And when you've been worn down and worn down and worn down, it's hard to remember that there are those big whys that we have to live for. So looking at the concepts of why they are not feeling significant or where did their value go? Um, and, and maybe even some of the things that are coming from childhood, there's all kinds of little triggers and little cues that we can be watching for. So feeling significant is the first thing that you've got to look at, the first belief that you must have in order to be able to heal. 
Um, and secondly, I believe that one thing that is necessary if you're going to be working in a partnership with somebody that's that you're choosing to help you on your journey of whatever it is you're going towards in this life is we need the opportunity to interview and go to somebody that we trust, especially in a case of complex situations where there's multiple layers of health issues. You can imagine that these these two particular clients have been everywhere and tried everything. They've been promises have been made to them and, and the programs didn't end up working. And so I think you would come with the same conclusions that either there's just something so majorly wrong with you that you can't be fixed or that no one can help you. Um, and a big part of it is I think perhaps it's that maybe you haven't been heard. And so the real problems can't be addressed. Or maybe you're talking about the things that are, that are on the surface of your snowball and not getting into the, the, the parts that are on the inside of that snowball. So the, the wrong needs are getting addressed. So I think that, and, you know, taking the time to, to know that it's okay and to know that it's allowed to call people and interview and have strategy sessions and, and talk to people without a commitment, these people that you're considering taking on to your team. I think it's important to do those kinds of, those kinds of interview and not have to get into a, you know, a committed relationship right on that very first meeting or picking that, you know, the that that doctor off the page and, and you've never known anything about them. So take the time to give yourself that right to search around and do your research and, and call an interview and look up and and uh, get all the facts before you make a commitment to something and make a commitment when you feel confident, when you feel a sense of a little bubbling excitement, a little sense of hope, that's probably the right commitment for you. So kind of moving right along into that, I believe that in true healing, that there needs to be, it goes beyond a face-to-face -face trust. When you have been in that situation or you do feel solvable and you've been kind of all over everywhere, it's a certain trust has to be developed, not just in that interview that you have, but a trust in yourself. If you are the one carrying your body and your nervous system is in a state of constant fear or constant awareness or hypervigilance or over-aware, you're constantly paying attention to that and you're trying this and then you're trying that and then you're trying this. I fully believe that the physical body might learn to not have an established trust for us as well. Wondering what the heck are we doing? What the heck is she doing? How, you know, who's going to, who's going to actually help me here? So to have somebody that's a good guide leading the way, but to also um, help the body to also trust us, trust the, us, the people that are carrying that. So these two women right now are both in what I call the signify phase. When I'm, when I'm working with a person, I kind of, I kind of lump it into what, what area do we need to work on with them? We've got the signify, the support, the structure, and the streamlined place. And that signify place is really where we're we're listening to everything they're saying. We're listening to everything they're not saying. We're listening to the things that they're saying that they don't realize that they're saying. We're looking for their level of significance. We're looking for their belief in their own significance. We're looking for the significant events, the significant triggers, the significant stories that are writing the pages of this book that they brought to us. And so they're, they, then we'll move on into kind of the support phase where we're not, we're, we're supporting the body's processes. We're not taking away and removing the protections that the body put in. We want to understand what those protections are 
and then we support the processes for understanding what it is this body is trying to do. But both of them are still in that signify place right now. So once we've kind of determined significance and you have determined that that recommitment of the belief in your own significance and maybe do some work on that. Where do I find my value? Do I feel valuable? Where do I feel like my value has been taken from me? Where have I given my value away? You can do that kind of work on yourself right away. Um, and then the second thing is you need to believe that you are capable. So if you have the right direction and the right guidance, do you believe that you can do it? And I think one of the missing links is we've been kind of taught that something from the outside is going to come in and save us. Some, something's going to come in and rescue us. And it's we have to understand while you're going to have things, you're going to have supplements or you're going to have medications or you're going to have people or you're going to have doctors or you're going to have support professionals that are going to help you anywhere that you're on on your journey. It still is you. You are still the advocate. You are still the subject. You are still the one that is driving your own change. And you have to believe that you're capable of it. I know for a fact that those people that come in and think that we are going to do it all for them or to them, they don't have success. It's not, it's not going to work. You have to believe that you are capable of bringing about change in your life. Okay, so both of them at one point asked, essentially, <laughs> do you believe that I can heal? Which is such an interesting question, because in the world of naturopathy, we, you know, our, our disclaimer is we don't treat, heal, cure, diagnose. That's just not our realm. That's not our scope of practice and good reasons for that. And so I, I, <laughs> it's not about healing, treating, or diagnosing anyway. It's about getting your body to remember that innate state of functioning. It's, it's helping all of those functional things happen so that normal existence and normal life and normal function can move on. The systems can operate as they are meant to kind of a pulling out the pulling the sticks out of the river. And I just, I would never, I would never believe, <laughs> I fully believe that you have an innate body that knows what to do. And especially if we get those sticks out of the river. And so I would never say that I don't think a person can heal because I don't, I'm not God. I don't know where you're going. I don't know what your journey is, is meant to do for you, but I don't believe that we are, that we were meant to be unhealthy and unhappy. I believe that we have systems in our bodies that are set up to be resilient and that are set up to function perfectly and complex only, if that's a word, I believe that that, so I, I would never say that I don't think that a person can go through change. And here's the thing, nature is all about change. You are all about change. The very fact that we are still here is evolution. We are constantly in a state of change. Nature is constantly in a state of change. I can imagine that, you know, if we were to picture that acorn underground cracking open and starting to grow and spread and become that oak, if, if we could understand the nerves and emotions of, of an acorn, <laughs> we would understand that there's probably some pain in that. But it doesn't mean bad. Pain does not necessarily mean bad. We have to become better observers of what pain is trying to tell us and what parts are are we to learn about um, by watching nature? Like what is what is natural and normal to us? And change and evolution is natural and normal. And it doesn't mean that it's going to come along all happily. We are in the we are in the business. You know, life is in the business of 
challenge. You get through the the next challenge and it grows you into the next person that you're going to be. Even your body knows that every time you get sick, you develop all of the things that help you to not get sick with that same thing later on so that it can recognize, recognize that, you know, bacteria or, or pathogen. And so life really is built on that idea that we are constantly going to go through challenge and grow through that challenge. I think the greater piece is that we need to develop resiliency. We need to learn how to move through those challenges. We need to understand that the wave is never going to stop crashing on the shore, but it doesn't mean that it's tearing things down. It's, it's perfect in exactly, exactly how it is. So when, when they ask, do you think I can heal? I would say that's only going to go as far as you think. And so one of the concepts that we're working on with each of them is that nobody else's beliefs are really what matter, that you have to have the belief strong enough and it might go outside what other, what other people believe. But I think because of where they've been, they needed to know that the person that they're partnering with believes in them. And again, that ties back to significance. Okay. And here's the thing with that too. I don't, I don't think you're unsolvable because I don't think there's anything to solve. I think what we need to do is understand the what is and then provide the structure to make a different outcome. If we're not liking what the what is came to be, then we have to make choices that give us a different outcome. So here's an, the next belief is I believe that we can't do any real work until the nervous system agrees with us. And what I mean by that is interventions might be good, but at any point that the intervention is very um, very impactful, very forceful onto the body. We have to be observant of that. So here's a good example. Vitamins are great. We need the vitamins to work. If we're taking supplemental vitamins, however, we can get really skewed really fast. So vitamin C is wonderful. If you take 2000 milligrams of vitamin C, your body has to deal with 2000 milligrams of vitamin C. Maybe it only needed 600 but now it has to deal with the 200 milligrams because you put it in your body, you took it, and now it has to go through that digestive system and the processes of elimination um, to deal with what it needs and what it considered excess. So, um, you know, anything, massage, acupuncture, chiropractic, all of that is something's being done to the body. I would suggest that as you're getting any work done or any interventions, that you do the work to get your, to talk with your nervous system, talk with yourself, talk with your fears, talk with your brain and your heart and get into a place where I am making this choice to receive this chiropractic adjustment because I believe that it's going to do good things for me. I believe that it is helpful for me and I believe that my body wants this. And I know this because of how relaxed my body feels in the presence of this chiropractor and how, how it loves the adjustments and how relaxed and flexible I feel afterwards. So I think you have to get into alignment with your nervous system. If you're constantly in fear or fighting what is, what's happening in your body, you're going to feel like a victim. You're setting yourself up for a victim state because something's being done to you that you don't want to be done. So be very clear that you're making the choices and get in alignment with your nervous system on this. Okay. Next, huge. It's one of my core, core beliefs in in can you heal? Are you unsolvable? Is you have to be in a state of non-fear. So I I, know, I don't believe, and it's literally, physically, chemically, biochemically not possible to heal in a state of fear. Fear comes in a state of sympathetic dominance in that fight or flight. You were you perceived a threat. Something is 
something's threatening you or you actually uh, you perceive that something is going <coughs> to excuse me threaten you but the parasympathetic side is that rest and digest side the side that is capable of of relaxing and if it's not in a state of survival and fighting for your life or being hyper vigilant to protect you it's in a state of um, release and relax where now normal innate processes can happen. So I don't believe that you can be in a state of fear. So kind of go back to that previous belief about getting in alignment with the nervous system, getting in alignment with um, choosing your interventions and choosing how you're going to feel as you're doing them. You know, every time you take the prescribed you know, medicine or every time you take the suggested supplement, you do it with the belief that I'm doing this, I'm choosing this, this is good for me, this is what I want to be doing for myself. Okay. Um, I think that the last belief that I'm going to talk about is also, well, I think all of them are very important, so big surprise there, but I think the last belief is just key to understanding. We need to understand that the body is always doing what it's doing to try to protect us. No matter what label we give it or what feeling we give it, or this is bad, this is dangerous, this is horrible, I hate this, I don't like this, this is awful. The body is doing what it's doing to protect us. It always is. That's the, that's the mammalian, older evolutionary system of protection and survival of the fittest. So the things that we can look at here are we need to, we need to see what is it that we're trying to protect, what is it that we're scared of? What is the perceived threat here? Why would the body be creating this? What is it trying to protect? Those are all of the questions that you can ask to get started. So I, I, I'm going to leave you with a thought that, yes, I think you can get help with, with me, with us, with somebody else. It doesn't really matter. But if you believe that you want to grow and that you want to move with your own state of evolution, then of course, then of course you're going to evolve. I don't think life exists without an ability to discover itself and change. Life is change. We are in a constant state of never being the same. So I'm going to leave that for you with food for thought. I'm going to send you out the door with some positive affirmations and suggestions for your healing. I believe you are perfect innate. Your body is protecting you and it's doing everything that it can for you. I believe that you don't have to be in a state of being able to heal because I think that if you just move into being able to be the best innate, wonderful working organism you can be, you're already there. I believe that you have people to help you. You can believe that you have people to help you. You have resources. We live in a world filled with resources. You can make any changes that you want. You are not a victim in this in any state. You are not unsolvable. You may have complexity, but everything is happening for a reason. You are evolving. You are changing, and change is good. You accept change easily. You move with change easily, just like the waves moving onto the shore. Change is easy. You are in a constant state of never being the same, and that's okay. Thank you for joining our conversation. I encourage you to keep having conversations of your own and go out and cause health in your world. If you'd like, look in the descriptions below. I'm going to post um, a link to a, um, to a couple worksheets that you could use to develop your own healing beliefs and kind of get be a little starter for you 
um, in, in your own little belief path of healing. So I appreciate you joining us. Go continue to have those conversations that cause health and we'll see you again next time.